Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, you did some voices? Yeah, I was a talking snake. Today. Oh, well, now you're going to talk into another microphone. That's talk right. It's pretty snake. much your day, right? Snake. It really is. <laughs> yeah, that's only my day. Um, the Andy Greenwald podcast went up today. Oh, nice. I'll have to listen to that, I think. Yeah, I did, the, I did a podcast with Andy Greenwald from Grantland, and he was really nice. Well, that's good. So he just writes mean things. <laughs> well, I don't think he... I, you know, I don't really see him, especially now that I've talked to him, I don't really think he's mean. I think he's just... Listen, Andy, I have a name, and it's not... Trekker. <laughs> oh, oh, he's mad because Matt's mad because Andy called Trekker. No, no, actually, I That's think totally fine. I, I think I think Andy's a pretty fair and balanced writer, and in, and in a and in a world of people trying to show how clever they are by writing the meanest, craziest metaphors to talk about how people suck, like I don't feel like he does that, and so I, no, I really like a, him a lot. A, I enjoy his writing. I really, really, really I enjoy like the him folks a lot. over at Grantland. I think I've gone to that site. What is the site? Grantland. It's Grantland? Uh, Bill Simmons's website. Bill like a sports uh, writer. He's a writer primarily. So what he did was he uh, started a website to sort of focus on writing, like long-form articles and stuff like that, like yeah. old newspaper writing, uh, sort of like Grow Young Talent and stuff like that. It's a really good site just for reading on your iPad or whatever. And they also oh, do about like, my computer. They have podcast networks and stuff for your computer. Am I on phone? You can do it on phone. Cool. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do it anywhere, Jonah. The Google Nexus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that'll work. Nexus. Yeah. yeah. That'll work. Uh, Palm Trio. 750? Mm, not going to get it. Magazine. Get it. Can I read it on a magazine? You can... No. Can Sometimes I out Bill writes for ESPN the magazine. Did we talk about how my Trio uh, 750, that it had just been in a box for like seven years, and I was going through stuff, and the battery was next to the phone, so I popped the battery into the phone, and the phone booted up. <laughs> oh, and I was able like to go... Time trip. I was able to go through... Yeah, I went through and found all these old files, like all these old... Documents between Furman and I had for like bits we were doing and stuff. Wow. I mean, it's still pictures. Uh, nope, nope, no, 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 no dick pics. No, no, no dick pics. They would have had to be ASCII dick pics. ASCII dick pics, but they were probably some of those. <laughs> no, actually, I guess that's not true. I guess that's not true because it did have web capability. So it could. And actually, that was the color it one. Had that, a camera, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I take that back. It was. It would not have been ASCII dicks. It could have been actual. It could have been actual I, photographic uh, phone dicks. Phone I met you with. 
Yeah, the 750. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, I thought that phone was so cool. And then as I was holding it, I was like, this thing's a goddamn brick. Like it was. It Remember was... the Palm Prix when that was going to be a thing? Yeah, I loved the Palm. The Palm Prix was actually not a terrible phone. I didn't care for it. Did you review that on Attack of the I, That was the first thing that I ever reviewed, actually. I and I did not nothing. give it a great review because it. Um, it felt really plasticky to me. Like it felt yeah, like a Bernardo toy. Bernardo still bought one. Well, what it was the first review that I ever did for Attack of the Show, and it, they were kind of. I didn't officially work there yet. I think that was just sort of guest uh, reviewing. Yeah, sure. And so um, uh, Bruce, Bruce hated it. Yeah, Bruce, well, Bruce was cool with it. He, like he actually he didn't think it was that bad. But I was like, you know, I really it just feels very plasticky to me, and I don't love the phone. And he goes, we those are it. the adjectives we would and use. also the um, the the. The uh, the keypad, all the numbers were super close together, so yeah. there was a lot of like yeah. accidental mashing. Yeah, it's funny. The first thing I reviewed on Attack of the Show was the Motorola Admiral, which is a phone that just touted its keyboard, and I thought the keyboard was great. You liked the keyboard. And I don't remember what I gave the phone, but well, I didn't give the phone a high rating, and then apparently Bruce was like, "Oh yeah, the Palm people weren't too happy," but you know, that's your right as a reviewer. Yeah. Like you can't. I pissed off. Um, it's a big company that begins with an A. Asus. Oh. I pissed off Asus. With what was the thing? Shitty review of a tablet they had. It was a hunk of junk. I hated it's the tablet. It was a hunk of junk. It it's was old terrible. Hunk of, did you it do the review like an old dad? Yeah. Yeah, it's old hunk yeah, of junk. Yeah, it's a hunk of junk. You like an iPad. Yeah. And then uh, they weren't they weren't too Now, did Asus ask you why Jonas didn't do At Midnight the other night? Did they? <laughs> they didn't ask. They didn't? Uh, because they, they couldn't they, see they the, the time future. machine. Uh, they with all to do it? They didn't have a time machine to three Do you days want to talk the about taping. It? We could talk about it. Do you it. not want to talk about no, it? No, we could talk this about it. This is all you guys have been talking about for five days, so not you should to talk each other. about it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we this just, is all I've been talking do. about to we the both, both of you. Do. We always do. <laughs> guys, let's hear it out. Here, I'll mediate like I have been. But let's start with the whole... Let's start with the situation. We have special... From the Jersey Shore? From the start of... From the start of his tan... I'm sorry. Jim yeah. first, yeah. <laughs> then Tam, then laundry. Um, but let's let's so let's see. Uh, at midnight, you know, our show's back. We're all ready to go. We book Weird Al on. You know, big get for us. We're all big Weird Al fans in yep. the show, and we're like, who's going to work great with Weird Al? Mm-hmm. So of course we think Jonah's going to be. Great well, we should with Weird put Jonah Al. on because we want Al to be comfortable, yeah. and yeah. the show oh, works then, best when people know each and other. And let's get someone else who's good with Al, who's also very good with friends Brian with Jonah. Posehn. Brian, Brian Posehn. Posehn. There yeah. he is. We did it. Home, yeah. home run booking. Yeah. You can't get any better than this. Yeah. Uh, then I get a text message from. I think. I think we're all we're all gung ho. We wrote a special <laughs> question for Jonah. Everything's ready to be there. Then I get a text message from... Uh, by the way, just to preface this even further, like one more preface. Yes. Jonah and I had a falling out. And this, and this is the first time that we're really talking about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Well, face to face. Face to face. This is a... Oh, let me, yeah, let me repreface that. Okay. Uh, I knew you guys could hear it in the earbuds, that tense. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this weekend... <laughs> this weekend... Uh, they got into it pretty good, the two of them. I'm gonna. I'm talking to the audience right now, not to you guys. Oh, okay. Calm down. Should we take a powder? Just yeah, hang out. Uh, <laughs> they got into it, and uh, here's the deal. I know when I get a phone call from Chris Hardwick after 9 p.m., I know it's not good news. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I get a phone call from Jonah after 9 p.m., it's usually like, what the fuck are you doing? Come on out. The night's just starting. Yeah. 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 So Chris calls me. I missed the call. I was washing my car. I like to treat the Volvo right. Uh, 
get the, I see, oh, Chris missed call. I'm like, oh, I better fucking call him back. Call him back. First thing Chris said, I said, hey, how's it going? You talked to Jonah yet? <laughs> and I go, whoa. Nope. What's happening? He's, I think he's off in, uh, I think I said, I Boston, think he was in DC, Philly. You were in DC, yeah. whatever. Uh, doing a show, doing a, a meltdown show. Uh, and I uh, hadn't talked to him yet. What's, what's going on, Chris? He's not doing the show. He canceled the show. And I was like, oh, man. He's like, wait till you hear why I canceled the show. <laughs> well, go. Okay. So I go, I don't, why, why did he cancel the show? He's going to do Marin's IFC show. And I, in my head, here's, here's what I think immediately. Good for Jonah. <laughs> I said, oh, he probably really wanted to do that. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But Listen, which is totally fine. Yeah. I suspect that this entire time you have felt like it was that I didn't want you to pursue your new dream, which is now acting. Mm-hmm. Which it wasn't before. This is a relatively new thing. Like in the last six months. It's always been the, it's always been the case. It's been, uh, that's a reason I left the soup was to have time because I wasn't able to go on. I auditions. thought you left the soup to write. I thought you were going to leave the soup so you could write and do stand up. No, no, no. I mean, the stand up was there, but it was, uh, I was, I was going, on, I was trying to go on auditions and I was kind of pissing off uh, the soup people uh, just because it was like, hey, I got another audition. And like, and then I would just not go and it was kind of starting to really bum me out. And, and you know, I've been I've been trying to do that stuff, and I've been you know workshopping with uh, Pat Healy a bunch the past yeah. few years and stuff. And uh, it's uh, it was it was a thing where like I finally made the decision upon leaving the soup. I was like, you know, I got some extra money from the Bing commercial. I'm gonna go head on into this. And so I've been going to like auditions like regularly, like you know, like one or two a week for the past year or so. Yeah, and uh, and. I've gotten close. I got real close to. I was on a. I was like one of two guys up for a Comedy Central pilot, uh, and uh, and then I was like tested for it, and it was like down to the wire, and then I went to the other guy, and and I I got close on a like a, as a buddy, I got tested for another thing. So it's like that's been the process of the past. Year. Well, and you know that that's the next step before you start booking things is that you get close. Yeah, because usually yeah. the actual hiring. When you're like the last two or three people before you, that means you're good enough to get the job. Yeah. The hiring is usually some bullshit thing that has nothing to do with you. It's a political decision or, oh, that guy already worked for us once before. Or too tall. Sometimes that's Sometimes that. Yeah. yeah. So so usually the very last. five, six. Usually the very last step is is just out of your control. But if you're in the game enough, then it'll start tipping and then you'll be that guy that gets picked all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're at the, you're right at the finish line, which means that. You're, you're gonna start booking more yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's it's what I um, wanted to do. Uh, then like I, I was talking to a guy when I when I, you know when I first started doing stand up, I like was telling a guy at an open mic, I was like, yeah, I really want to act too. He's like, fucking, like piece of sh-, like just started shitting on me, saying like it's like you you don't respect stand up. You think stand up's gonna get you to be an actor? I was like, no, I like stand up. Why would Jessel next say that? <laughs> this is before you ever showed up. This is uh, oh god, who's this guy? Darren Boiler, <laughs> um, uh, and uh, and so I like I kind of felt embarrassed to tell anybody about it for a long time, but I was still doing stuff to where like you know I was like the Super Deluxe videos was like that was like probably some of the funnest stuff I had or just acting in the Web Soup videos when mm-hmm. I we did that, 
So that was, yeah. So it's not necessarily a new thing. It's just a thing that I've finally gotten to a point of feeling okay and comfortable with like saying out loud, like the idea of the want and not being embarrassed of the want. And you shouldn't be. And I think it's fantastic that you found the thing that you want to do. And I a hundred percent support it. The problem that I have yes. here we go. is that you commit to things and then you, they are disposable to you. Yeah. That you, we found out, so you're supposed to tape the show Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We got this information after hours on Friday, Friday and Monday was a holiday. It was MLK day. Yes. So it put production in a really bad position because none of the agents or managers were working. So there, it was, we were just scrambling like, fuck, who can we call? Like, yeah. who do we know that knows Al? Who do we know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, luckily, um, I think, uh, you know, Bart said, someone said, or maybe Tom Lennon, someone said, oh, so let's see if Ackerman's available. So yeah. we, were, we were able to get Ackerman the next day, and so that totally worked out. But I have felt like for a long time that we sort of have this thing, this uh, sort of unspoken thing, that you do stuff with me or us that you'll go, yeah, I'll do that. But if something cooler comes along, I am going to bail on you and go do that thing. And so I tried to explain, even as upset as I was the other night, I'm not trying to be a dick. It really hurts my feelings because I feel disposable. I, like, I feel like what we do is disposable until something cooler comes along that there was never a question in your mind that you'd be like, well, fuck, yeah, I'm going to go, go do this other show. And I don't even care that it wasn't that it was Mark's show. I mean, yeah. I did Mark's show. It was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and I know that getting to work with Bobcat and Jerry Stahl and Mark, I mean, it's a fucking great, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah. But I just sort of feel like there was never a question in your mind. And you even said, you're, you go, well, my agent said it's better for my acting career. And that fucking, ugh, that was like twisting a knife. Like, <laughs> really? That's so, I don't know. It just, that to me. That, made, was, that was me projecting onto, you know, that was, that was a, a move off to the side to get away from blame. I, I know... I know that uh, I know that this is what you want to do, but I also feel like that many, many, many times, you know, that there are commitments that you just don't. They just seem like you could take them or leave them. And to to me, and I don't know how you feel, Matt, but to me, I feel like you know, I, I don't know that it's probably more important to honor the commitments to your friends and not hang them out to dry the last minute. And it. And it's happened a lot. Yeah. It's really happened a lot. And I'll, I'll tell you this, like I said before, um, the times where, like what you said, like I, I go to do something cooler. For me, it's never if it's cooler. It, the, all the decisions I've made s- since getting into this stuff have been specifically to like go for the more creatively fulfilling job. I was at a, you know, I was at, like, even early on, I was at the Rotten Tomato show. I wasn't happy with it, but it was a good year and a half long gig of me just getting work check every week. But then you like said you should go work at Web Soup, which had eight episodes at the time. And I left that job. To I had to talk you into doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I left it, and like it was the best decision I ever made. And that's like kind of like, you know, that's what got me into this headspace of like I can't go wrong if I go and if I follow the more creatively fulfilling path. But it's hard for your. It's hard. When it's hard to be in, in my position where I keep going like, oh, I want to, you know, work, I want to do as much stuff with Jonah as possible and essentially have you say to me, 
Um, this other thing's more creatively fulfilling than your thing, so I'm going to go do this even though I already committed to you. Like, I, I hear what you're saying, and yeah. I know you don't mean it as a dig, yeah. but it, it, still, it still is like, oh, man, that stings. I, well, it's not because it's, it's, it's coming from uh, you know, the perspective of, like, this thing is, like, to you, it's, like, this stuff is very creatively fulfilling. For me, I have this idea of what I want to do, and I'm trying my best to navigate that within, like, my, my powers and, and, you know, the idea of, like, uh, of, like, going to this path it's it's you know i wasn't so the idea that i had i couldn't do the midnight show because of that thing it was tough it was a really tough decision um it was like i don't think it was that tough it was it was tough because it's like you know i was going to be um surrounded by like my childhood hero and one of my like favorite comedians and it was uh it was it was it was very tough but it like but it but it was still like i feel it was the right decision for the stuff i wanted i know i know but that's the thing is that I think at the core of this really sweet guy is a very selfish guy <laughs> who is just like, and I feel like you don't take responsibility for things where you're like, no, it's not my, the production said it wasn't, I didn't, what? Me, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, the flight got, it wasn't me. Yeah. I'm like, well, you should have taken an earlier flight. You know, like it, I, I feel like at the core of it, you're making selfish decisions and, but you don't want to accept the responsibility for it. Like for instance, if we had had, more than you know no work days notice mm-hmm. i probably would have been like you get well yeah you, you know if that's your dream go do that we at least have a few days to try to fill in yeah. this slot it's it's usually it always always happens last minute so yeah. we're all like oh fuck what do we do you know like yeah. it hangs us out to dry a lot of the time and usually it's you know it's okay all right fine well you know i mean i even told you like look if you don't have time to show up to other podcasts just let's just try to do one hostful a week. Yeah, you know, like I didn't want to put any pressure on you, and I knew that this other stuff was really important. So I was like, no pressure. Just come in when you know. If you like today, you came to Broken Bells because you yeah. wanted to go to that one. Great, I was available. Yeah, yeah, you were available, and you liked those guys. I was able guys, to push an audition, and, and you stuff, know. Yeah. But don't feel pressure to come to any of them. But if we can at least just do one hostful a week, and even a lot of times that that's hard to you know, that's hard to do. And so I guess. And I say all this stuff because I love you yeah. so much. Yeah. And you, both of you guys are like, you know, like little brothers to me. Yeah. And so I think that's why sometimes I kind of get the, mm, come on, guys, you know? Yeah. I feel like, and this is getting to a much broader issue, and please feel free to criticize me as much as you want. I feel like it's a piece of a larger issue. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a piece of a larger issue where you don't want to accept responsibility for things or you're, you have an aversion to responsibility. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when I see you in situ, what I've seen you in situations where you've had to accept responsibility, you get you don't like it. Yeah. You get skeeved out by it. Yeah, yeah. And Matt, Matt and I were talking, and we were like, Jonah, I've never seen Jonah so happy as he's been lately. And I was like, Yeah, because he doesn't really, you know, like he goes on a couple auditions a week, but other than that, he doesn't. There aren't really any huge responsibilities that you like. You get to sort of like. No, travel if you want or have fun. or Is that accurate or is that not accurate? No, I've been working probably more now. I just don't have a job. I mean, I've been like getting together with uh, and writing and then like having like weekly meetings. You with, are uh, writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is But like great. writing stuff for like, you know, like me and like Sean O'Connor are getting together and writing like like an idea for a show or, right. you know, this and this and that. And and it's uh, it's, you know, I'm I'm happy right now because I'm. Like I'm doing the stuff that I want to do. That's what's making me happy. It's it's the you know it's not the lack of responsibility. I, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm a I'm a husband. But, I'm, I'm a good husband, and that's a, that's a lot of responsibility. You know, that's a, and 
you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to like navigate what I want to do in my life and, and still be a, you know, a good friend to all my friends and still be, a, I'm trying to, you know, be a good working partner. I just, I think, and this is something that came up in the conversation with Matt and I, I, I feel like at some point you'll probably just not do the podcast anymore. Like you will decide. I don't, I want you to do it forever. Yeah. But I feel like at a certain point, the priority will be like, oh, well, you know, or you'll get a movie. Well, I mean, uh, you're going to work. You are going to. Yeah. You're likable and castable and talented. You are going to get on a show. You're going to get cast in a movie. Something's going to take you away for three months or you're going to get busy. And so, you know, maybe there's just a little bit of it that's like, oh, man, I always want to keep the band together. Well, you yeah, know? no, no, for sure. And, you know, this, like I said before, this this thing is responsible for pretty much all I got. And, uh, you know, and I... I never intend for it to seem like I don't appreciate it. And when I, you know, when I do bail on stuff, it's, uh, it's, you know, I feel I, I have a reason for it. And it's, it sucks that it's like, you know, I don't mean for you to take it personally or as a slight to the stuff we've done together, but it's more about the idea that like, you know, um, like, you know, I'm an, I am, I, I feel like I'm a nice guy, but I'm also like, you know, we're all selfish and we're all just trying to like, we're all trying to find happiness and finding happiness is, is sometimes a very selfish, uh, you know, route. But take. I feel like there are times where I feel like there are times where, I mean, if it just, if it wasn't such a pattern, then it wouldn't bother me. Then I'd just be like, Oh yeah, you know, this is just sort of a weird anomalous thing. But no, but I'm saying it is a pattern. It, these are all the things, all the decisions I've been making have been going towards like a, you know, my, idea of what I want to do in my life. But I think that I think that's fine. And I see I see both sides of this argument as I have all weekend. <laughs> um, but I think Chris's thing is is more in line with if you say you're gonna be at something, yeah. Then you be at something. I feel like sure. I can't rely on you. Yeah. I mean I feel like I could rely on you as a friend. Yeah. Like if I called you and I was like, Jonah, you know, or like my dad died, I need to talk, you'd be like, dude, yeah. Where do you need me? I'll be right there. Again, Chris? <laughs> he died twice. He died twice because my dad's two favorite teams were Alabama and, Sam- and the 49ers. Uh-huh. Understood. Uh, so he turned over twice in his grave. No. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, but I just feel like, I feel like when it comes to this kind of stuff, I really do, and not in an insulting way, but I feel like when you say you'll do something... There's a seventy percent chance that you'll do it, that mm-hmm. you'll actually be there. In yeah. my head, I go, "Oh, well, he he might show up, but something yeah. else might come up." And so there's always a little bit in the back of my mind of like, you know, maybe. And so I just don't like feeling that way. And maybe that's my problem. And I think part of the bigger issue, I accept full responsibility for. I worry that maybe I put some things on you that aren't about you, but. You know, right before you got married, I called you in this unsolicited advice call, and I said, "Look, you know, I know you want to. I know you want to sort of live your life like a twenty-year-old drummer. You know, <laughs> yeah. But you're getting married, and you know, you should. I, I would love to see you accept responsibility. And I, you know, like you have so much talent, so much potential, and I just don't want you to waste any of it. Like, just yeah. fucking do the, you know, do the things that just do it. You know." Yeah. And, which maybe was a douchey thing to do, but it's just it's just because I love you and I yeah. just want you to um, like yeah. like I like I just want you to even if you don't want that part of it, it's like a dad or like an yeah. older brother like I just want you to get your full potential yeah you know and so there are some times where I feel like I see so much of the old me and you mm-hmm. the Peter Hardwick <laughs> days where I. I had such an aversion to responsibility, yeah. and not just not just responsibility for like 
Got to do the chores and pay the bills. But emotional responsibility, like, I think it's why I drank. I didn't want to accept... I didn't want to have to deal with anything. I didn't want to have to accept responsibility for things. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like I see that in you. And maybe that's my bad for projecting that onto you. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not the case. Yeah. But sometimes it feels like that. Like, we were supposed to record a podcast Monday. And you texted and said, uh, when you were in D.C.? Boston. I was in Boston. Boston. Oh, my Uber got a flat and I missed my flight. My first thought was, Jonah probably stayed up drinking last night. And he slept in too late. uh, And... The car got there with only barely just enough time because why didn't he just call another Uber and get to the airport? Yeah. Was that what happened or no? No, that's not what happened. Okay, um, good. The Counterpoint. Uber got a, the Uber uh, got a flat in the tunnel and I, the guy got a flat. He's like, I got to wait for AAA. I said, I'm going to order another Uber. Okay. He says, no one's going to pick you up on the side of the road in the tunnel. Okay. And I was like, they're really? And then I just took his word for it and then he says it shouldn't be too much and then I also had I was on Virgin so in my head I'm like well Virgin it's just at tiny, Logan tiny but there's only turtle. two flights too. yeah exactly yeah. so I was like I'm gonna be fine so I apologize oh no 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 and I totally get and you know the yeah, only yeah. reason why I thought that is because a couple weeks before you were like sober January and then you went mm-hmm. to Denver and I was like how was sober January yeah. and you're like ah, it's not you know I mean yeah, you know, out exactly. the window so the I window. just I, I, I put those things together and so, okay, it's yeah. very clear to me that I'm projecting things onto you that are not all you. No, no, I, I, I totally understand that that's, you know, that's, it, you know, it's, um, it's a random occurrence that I, that didn't happen, no. you know, that it wasn't the case. But I, you know, I, I wanted nothing more than to get back into town uh, because I missed Deanna terribly and we had plans on, like, I was going to get from the airport and go and pick her up for lunch. And, you know, that it's, uh, I was getting real homesick. I was sick the entire time on that thing. That's all, whatever. But, like, the idea that I, you know, didn't want to get back or I made it so I didn't end up getting that on that flight, you know, it wasn't, nothing was on purpose. Well, I, um, as I'm talking to you, I think what I'm, what I'm sort of realizing is that uh, um, my failing with you as a friend is that I don't hang out with you enough as a friend. Like Matt and I went to dinner the other night. Oh, I heard and, yeah. and got and got. Well, you were out of town. Sounded real nice. And no, it, was, it was and it was and it was really great. And it sort of made me realize, like, and this happened with Furman too. Yeah, is our our friendship became turned into a workshop. Per, turned into a workshop. Yep. Yeah. And so I only ever and it's not intentional. It's just you know you get busy and and, and yeah. And then the only time we interact is when yeah. It's, and, then, and yeah. it's like and in your head you check the box and go oh well I saw that guy I saw him I saw my friend yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's all work and maybe maybe it's even wrong that we're discussing this on the podcast and not just as friends. So I, I, well I don't yeah listen we need an episode <laughs> go up tomorrow <laughs> yeah um, but you know as far as my conscious mind is uh, concerned I I you know. I don't ever do anything with any malcontent. No, I don't think you do. We don't yeah. think you're malicious. That's not, yeah, not, yeah. A, not in the that. slightest. I don't, I don't think there's a mean, I don't think there's a mean bone in your body. But what I, about this one, asshole. I Sorry, do that think was just a fucking worst joke. <laughs> but I do think, I do think that, you know that there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one. It's right next to the funny bone. <laughs> I do think that some of the chaos that happens though is probably. There, you know, like the, whatever seeds you sow is what will blossom. Yeah. And so some, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh yeah, well, that thing got chaotic because you know Jonah wasn't accepting responsibility, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe what I should do 
is hang out with you more as a friend to understand like oh yes well this you know the auditions and the acting are something you've been doing for two for a year and a half two years yeah. not six months or to understand like you know oh you are doing all this writing stuff and you are like just that's that's my fault that's yeah my fault for not spending more time well you know i, I don't you know I, I try not to talk about like that stuff like you know i still have a kind of a weird thing of just like i don't like talking about auditions i don't like talking yeah, about talk about it until you get it kind of a yeah thing. you know i don't like talking about what i'm working on because i just like you know you hear those you know those we live in los angeles yeah. long enough and you hear those guys it's like i was at a coffee shop it's two guys going you go in the dance and I realized they were talking about Sundance. And like, I just don't oh, like... Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. You go into the dance. Oh, Atwater. Fuck you, No, no, no. This dude, was Hollywood. Whoever you are. Oh, Hollywood. Atwater's just full of yeah, like, like, like factory workers. I used to kind of get into this... I used to get into this thing with, with my parents all the time, separately, my mom and my dad, where they'd go, are you... I just got a phone call that you were on a thing or that you... Why didn't you tell me about... Like, I don't know because I feel yeah, yeah. stupid... Saying, "Hey, I want to be on this." Thing. Well, my yeah. mother didn't even know that I was writing on at midnight. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> try to try to let them not know when I'm getting paycheck. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but yeah, no, I totally get that. Not saying like. Uh, yeah, and so you know, I'm. It's and I know I like a, like the way I talk. I, I come off like like just this wandering you know hipster just like hey man whatever i'm having a good time and like and i am i'm having a great time because you know this stuff to me is what you said to me last night was it's ruining my vibe ruining my zen vibe man what's like, ruining your zen vibes this, this, this argument <laughs> oh. i become like a but take it to uh, the dance <laughs> yeah 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 exactly no i just um you know like i've said before and like i said on the uh, you know the honestly the end of the year one um it's uh, I'm making steps in my life to just uh, enjoy the process, and to me, like this is the reward. This right now, doing this, like the podcast, that's the reward. Getting together and writing with my friend Sean, that's the reward. Mm-hmm. And and so, like I, every the time I do stuff what? like that, like it just it, it feels so good. Like when I like that, like I've and I've said it many times on this podcast, like leaving Rotten Tomatoes to go to Websuit was the best decision I ever made, and it was all thanks to you, and it was like. It was just like it made me go. I I like I made this decision. Like my my parents were telling me not to. They were like, "Don't do it." I had friends going, "You know, what are you doing?" That's like it's eight episodes. This thing is running for a year and a half, like guaranteed. Yeah. And uh, I said, "But I'm like, yeah, but it's like I'll be able to do stuff I want to do." And they were like, "There's like, what's wrong with you, fucking?" T-? Like they were. People, I had friends saying, "Take responsibility," and like you know, stick with the the guaranteed thing. And I know that we even talked about because, you know, like I said the other night, like. Uh, when Talking Dead first came up, you, uh, I offered you the jo- we offered you the job first, yes. and you took it. And then the soup came along, and you were like, "I got to go do the soup." And I do. I remember at the time saying, "Like, oh, I'm- I didn't know you actually took the job at the Talking." Yeah, Dead. Yeah, it was like, well, because it was Chris. It was like, you want to write? On- it was like straight up, you want to write on Talking Dead? I was like, of course. So they were starting the paperwork and everything. Yeah. And then and then like and then it was sort of a last minute call, like, oh the soup this, his problem with that now makes so much more sense to oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what he but, said before. It was like a history of But this. here's the thing though, even at that even w- w- at that time, yeah. I think I even called I think I even talked to you and I said, Look, I'm bummed because I want to work with you, but if the soup I said I probably would do the same thing. I mean like I totally get why yeah, you yeah. would want to go work on the soup. Now yeah. I know the soup 
didn't turn out to be the job that you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, or we're told it was going to be. <laughs> or we're told it was going to be. But you didn't know that at the time. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were sort of led to believe like you were going to be a staff writer on the show, but, not having to do the sort of weird digital stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So I, I fully... I was bummed, but I completely understood that yeah. decision. Because when you commit to a long-term job, you have to live with that job. Yeah. So I, I totally, I totally understand. Yeah. I totally understood. Although I, I just wanted to work. I just wanted. Oh to be no, to totally. Work. And you know, there's, you know, I was doing my best. I, you know, when I get into arguments, I don't like. I like to like talk about the situation at hand. I don't like to do the thing where I go, well, it was this time, and like, you know, like, um, you oh, know, I, I, I do that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, we like. I was I had tickets to go to, you know, Deanna's sister's wedding in Jamaica and I left in the like a day after I got there to go do the show in DC that was booked afterwards. And even right now, Dee's had um she's having a screening of her short at Nickelodeon, but I, I like and that's been set up for a bit. Uh and then we booked the uh Sketchfest show and I, I like, you know, as much as I would love to be there for her and be her arm candy in this like amazing moment where she gets to show everybody this thing she's been working so hard on, I was like, I you know, this 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 nerd show got booked on this night for a reason, and it's probably immovable because of the craziness that is the sketch fest. I was like, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm sorry. And she, you know, it's like, and I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I feel uneasy bringing that stuff up because it makes it feel like, no, oh, come on, I do, I, I fucking took out the trash last. You know, I, yeah. I don't, that's what it makes, that's what it feels like I'm doing. But I, no, 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 uh, no. I, don't think, there, I don't think it feels that way. But there, like, yeah, there are times where I've like, you know, like uh, put stuff away and. And you know, put stuff to the side, and so you you just it up you, real tight and don't deal with it until it becomes too big for you to handle. <laughs> I don't know, you know, just like Chris and Chris knows, like this, on their conversation, he says like it's like you well, know, no, you don't lot, like confrontation. There's a it. lot, there's a lot that happens with this show, I mean, to, like because we're three individual people who have to do, we have to bolt, we all have to live our lives. Yeah, that's a problem, seemingly sometimes. Uh, we all have to be. You know, we commit to these certain things, like this show on February eighth. Yeah. Come see us at the Merchant Marine Theater. <laughs> but also, but also, well, I think the show's the seventh. Only, sorry, it's pretty much sold out. Oh well, there were like twenty tickets the left earlier yeah. at the Eureka. We'll buy the last twenty tickets. But 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 I do think that um, the other weird thing about the podcast is that it. I know it doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel like a job because it really just feels like oh yeah, we just sort like there's no yeah. real structure. There's not a company that says clock in and clock out and and come. And it's not like we apply. It's not like we like audition to get this. That's we, right. It was just that it was like we were tinkering in the garage. Yeah. Like you said, let's start a band. Yeah. We made songs and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's just gone. And like and so it's, you know, there's there's still a bit of that left in it. Yeah, but I mean, it was really Jonah that started to speed up the drum beat. And that's how we got <laughs> that thing you did. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> I just got my Tom Hanks edition of that thing you do. Two and a half hours, a much better version. Feel shorter. Anyway, uh, um, back to us. Yes, mm. uh, but yeah, no. It's a, it's a, it's been an interesting. We've had our we've had our moments. Well, because we I, think, I think I think I think what happens, and and again, this is, I think this is a failing of not hanging out more regularly and having just conversations. Just just yeah, you don't even know what that was like. We're getting that phone call from you of like, yeah, you want to get dinner. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? There is a, there is a bit of fear when Chris Chris Hardman. No, but he's like, you want to go get dinner? And I'm like, yeah. What do you, you want to meet there? He's like, no, I'll pick you up. What's your? Dr-? I was like, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just not. A, I'm a bad hanger outer. No, because no, I just fine. I normally when I get when I get free time, I'm like, I just kind of want to like 
just zone out and just kind of stare at the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, no. yeah. These are the same thing. Like you know, you and you're like very similar. Like every time like we talk about it, yeah. It's like you know, it's like she's like, I just want to stare at a wall. It's like it's just like I don't even want you around. That's what, like, you know. that's what those reality shows are for me—a fucking wall. But I oh, feel yeah. like, but I feel like, um, you know, what I was saying is that it, when little things happen along the way, and then it sort of all comes out at once. Like, and then there was this time, and then there was this time, and then yeah. there was this time. It's really just built up. I mean, it's just like, you know, <laughs> imagine just like Pez candy just building down the neck of a, you know, yeah, and then. When it starts, and then most of it you forget about, but emotionally you never forget about well, things. Well, it's like ice buildup on your Mark One Iron Man suit. You're just not going to be able yes. to fly anymore. And so, welcome to the Nerdist. When you start talking about it, when I start talking about it, it's like, oh, and then that thing bummed me out, and this thing bummed me out. So I know it, f- it probably feels like a full frontal assault of <laughs> this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing, but it's really just shit I should have said. Yeah, when it when stuff happened and not like yeah. oh I don't want to well and also, also you, that you was have like mark a, too sorry you know you have a like a you have, you have a quick reaction and and, and I what the fuck are you talking about yeah, exactly but you 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 react quickly um, and you know like with passion that's that a little bit of Italian in you I guess it's like you just react in passion and I'm like this guy that like you know like we talked about before where it's uh, when I was in like relationships and the girls like upset at me I go oh here we go this is it yeah it's all coming to <laughs> and so like when you get angry at me I like take it all on and go fuck what am I gonna do Chris is gonna this is this is it this is it and then like that's and I I gotta learn to be better at that I gotta learn to be better at just like not completely being so sensitive and going it's like oh you know and I know for a fact that like it's always a few days later. And then, like, we, like, talk again, and then it kind of, like, you know... Well, it's fine, because I think I even told you on the phone, like, look, this isn't anything that's going to affect how I feel about you or our yeah, friendship. Yeah. I'm just upset about it now, and I don't feel like, you know, I wasn't like, what the fuck, you goddamn fucking cocksucker, but I know that I have a very intense mode. I have a very intense mode, yeah, um, which I know is off-putting to Chloe, too, and <coughs> or anyone that it happens at, Um and so, and it's not, it's weird. It's not like yelling and it's not like being psychotic, but it's definitely like, it's a, it's an intense, like what, why, why would you do this? You yeah. Know, yeah, like yeah. It's, and it, I mean, it feels like, I'm sure it feels aggressive on the other side of it. Yeah. And yeah, so, I'm, I'm pussy. but what I, no, 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 you're yeah. not a, you're not a pussy. It's, it's, well, I don't think anyone would enjoy that, but, tiger. but I, I think, um, but you know, later, later on, what happens with me is that. You know, we have this confrontation, and I call Matt. Like, I don't know, was I crazy or am I wrong or what's going on? And then I have to say, I see both of your sides, which I'm sure yeah. is, is valid. Real political, and it's so very true. I uh, yeah, be Switzerland. And so yeah. um, I said, uh, Do you want to put any money in me? <laughs> <laughs> I later that night I texted you because I was like, you know what? I know Jonah hates confrontation, and we had a confrontation. And I know he feels bad. I hope he's okay. I hope, you know, like I just, I worried about you. So I yeah. texted you. I was like, hey, man, I just want to make sure you're okay. Um, you know, like for me, I just need to sort of get stuff out. And then once I get it out, I'm fine. Like yeah. then I go, okay, well, we got this all out on the table. I probably could find a better way of, you know, of getting it out yeah. into the world. But it's, it's, I'm a bad, I'm a poor liar and I'm a bad faker. Yeah. And yeah. so it just is like, <laughs> Nothing's wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. then I'd sound passive aggressive. So, yeah. you know, I'm, uh, I do, I am sorry. I also just felt like, you know, the production was, 
you know, Bart, our booker, was in New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, no, no, I, I called him. His I wife's called. grandmother's birthday. And, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I just feel uh, like... Better than yeah. a birthday than a funeral. That's, That's true. true, yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, I, I called Bart, too. Because even, like, the, the week before, I was on the phone with Bart. Like, he was like, I need a third. And I was, we were talking about, like... Because I really... Like, you know, you do an audition, you're just like, well, I haven't heard anything. Oh, well. You know. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so we're talking about what who the third would be. I was giving him a bunch of ideas and names and we had a good conversation about it. And I, I felt bad. So that's like, because of that conversation, I knew that he was even strapped for, you know, a third at that point. Yeah. And so, you know, and I, I you know, and then I called him afterwards and I was just like, hey man, I'm sorry for the man. He's like, you know, but it's Bart. Oh, Bart's, yeah. Bart's totally yeah. fine. Eh, it's okay, hey, man. fine, man. It's cool. You just hear fish in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Bart's, uh, hey, why don't we get so-and-so on the, on the show? And he goes, yeah, I saw them bomb at the improv once. Like it's just like it could be anybody, and the, yeah. the way he says it, you can be like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense, Mark." Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was a, I, uh, very, you know, it was a bummer to miss it, and also just like you know, just like the people on Twitter being very angry and mean about it. Were they? Yeah, that you weren't on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, DVR. Yeah, I was on the DVR like feed, the, Jonah Ram, sure. and uh, I just thought you were supposed to be on. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> like, oh yeah, well I got a couple of those. Like, why why didn't why didn't you have Jonah do? Like, why didn't I have you? Yeah, do the show? yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And you know, and I it's as, as much as I missed it, and I like I'm bummed I missed it. Uh, it's uh you know, just like that, like you know that day. Did I tell you anything? Like when I did that thing on the league, when I did that scene in the league, yeah, where it's like that, like. That day of just like kind of just like working on the scene and like doing a good job and like and that stuff was like it was really fulfilling and it was really like uh, it's like it, it's really like fun to me and it's really like it gets me off so it's uh, so the so the shoot was was I mean it I, when I, I wrote on your Instagram page it was not meant to be oh, <laughs> aggressive God damn it I just I thought it, I thought I was being funny. I couldn't tell, but, and it, like it kind of just uh, yeah. I mean, you can't tell really. It's text. Well, yeah, I mean, you were being funny to the you know thirteen thousand people that followed Jonah, but to the three of us, <laughs> there that was more back. Big. Yeah, Jonah posted a picture of yourself and Jerry Stahl and Bobcat and Marin and uh, at, at the shoot, and I I wrote that's weird. You were supposed to be on our show last night, <laughs> yeah. and I I just. I don't know. I guess it was in retrospect. It was very bad timing. It was basically. <laughs> It was very, very, very bad timing. Yeah. Um, but uh, was it? It looked like it was fun. Oh, it was. It was really cool. You know, I'm playing like I'm in four scenes throughout the show. Um, like I'm like, like uh, you know, got a record store that kind of is at odds with him, and then he comes in and we get into a lot more of like an argument. But then he needs me to protect him from somebody, so he like <laughs> invites me over to it. It's just like you know, I'm playing a record store dick. It was the you know. Just let's, let's just say 10 years of my life was spent. You know, what's, you know what's yeah. weird and fucked up about me is that a part of my brain wanted you to say, well, I won't do the Marin thing. I will come do at midnight because I committed to that. And then I immediately would have said, no, you should go do that thing. Like, it's almost like I wanted to feel like you would have honored the commitments no matter what. Yeah. And then once I heard that, I would have... Because if you hadn't, if you, if I, if I was somehow able to guilt you into not, which is a very bad tactic, but if I was somehow able to guilt you into not taking that and doing our show, I would have felt like a really huge piece of shit. Well, and you, you know, you know, me. It's like it's, um, you know, it's it's a weird feeling where it's like if we were to kind of like cut and paste every, or like make everything like 
cut dry. Like it's like, you know, that was like a, like an opportune for like business. And that was like a good thing for my, my acting business. Yeah. And, um, but like it, my first thought when I realized that they, the fucking days were the same was like, my first thought wasn't like, like, Oh, I'm going to miss out on being on at midnight. It wasn't yeah. that at all. My first thought was like, Oh, I'm going to like bum out my friend. <laughs> it was like it was that, and that's that. You know, that's the, the 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 trouble with doing this kind of stuff is that everything gets weaved together so much that it's uh, it's sometimes hard to see. You know, well, it's not hard. It, it's very easy to. That's all the time we have, Chris. Uh, oh, sorry. So there's a door back here. Oh, thanks, guys. Tissues well, are right there. Good to see you guys. Um, but uh, it's really easy to see how people who don't have good coping or communication skills overall. Yeah how things fall apart or how bands break up or how come on guys someone open the exit only don't worry about it no Kyle that makes it louder (laughs) Uh, I'll just beat the shit out of those dudes he's our silent tiger (laughs) Um, (laughs) don't worry about it uh, I think it's it's so it's so easy to see why you know schisms form and get wider and wider and wider when people just don't have the ability to just sit down and go, hey. Because I think it's important to remember, and this is something that I've said to, to Chloe before, like when we fight about stuff or we bicker, which is 100% of the time after midnight. Yeah. We're going to show and shout. <laughs> uh, but um, it, which is that um, you have to remember like, well, what's the, what's the overall goal? Yeah. Is my goal to make sure that I keep this person in my life? Is my goal to make sure that I care about these people? Yeah. And so when you ask that question, you go, well, yes, of course it is. Then you go, all right, well, let's figure this out. Like As opposed to just being emotional, yeah. which is what I do right away a lot of the time. How, like, what, what's really, like, how can I really sort of negotiate this and work this out? And like... I know your goal isn't to fuck me over, or be you know, or be mean or whatever. Or be, it's it's your you have your things and I have my things, and so yeah. then we go. Okay, well, fine. We had a little thing. We had a little uh, a little tiff, but it's not it doesn't mean everything. And yeah. we can just talk it out. I feel this way. You feel that way. Some points we'll agree on. Other points we won't agree on. But ultimately. The you know like the the stability of the relationship is in, is intact because you know it's like it's like you know they put the buildings on rollers for earthquake it's like yeah, the building yeah. just needs to absorb a little bit of shock yeah the shit will get broken but it won't be irreparable it's not gonna yeah exactly it's just uh, yeah. spackle that shit yeah 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 exactly uh, no no that's that's definitely you know it's and it's funny because you know earlier today we did the broken bells podcast and. We still hadn't talked, and like we, I was already in there. You walked in, we started right away. But it was, it was right afterwards where I was like, I was like, fuck, like, it's like you know, like, because I was still in my head. I was like, what's gonna happen? I don't know. It's you know, am I gonna, like, you know, I didn't know if I was gonna get boot. I didn't not booted, but you know what I mean. Like, I didn't know what was gonna happen. Like, I was real scared all day. I'm sorry you had to feel that way. <laughs> no, it's just that's me. You know, I'm, I'm a sky's falling kind of guy sometimes when I'm like, mm, you know, like sky so, falls. Yes, yes. yes. God damn it. Um, As he says with his Daniel Craig Adidas. Yeah, yeah. So he worked and you want to know how we can see him? Because he has his feet on the fucking table we record on all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, this isn't really for me. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, like, like, I'm funnier around you guys. Like, I'm, like, like, I, like, I've gotten funnier from being with you guys and doing this. And it's like, I've, like, you know, I've figured out more of who I am because of being around you guys. And, like, it's like, 
uh, it's that was all going through my head when we were just like you know we just jumped right back into it. Yeah, and it was like I said before the just the doing the stuff is the is the end goal for me. Like just doing it was was what is great. Well, I don't hold grudges because I find I find mm. grudges to be horribly inefficient. Mm-hmm. I, I love them. They're emotionally inefficient and they're time-wise inefficient yeah. because they don't solve anything. A grudge, a grudge solves literally nothing. Yeah. It's just like I have this extra energy that I'm expending on this thing. Am I going to, you know, if it's a if it's a kind of thing where someone's done something so horrible. But what if they don't know that you're holding the grudge? <laughs> well, then I think that might fall into the category of your problem. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, you know, it's and and I, I'm I just I want to feel good with people, and I don't yeah. like I don't like having things with people. I don't even like th- having things with people that I don't that I don't even care for. Yeah, I don't like having things with people. Yeah, right. forget about people that I adore, like you guys. I don't like I just don't like knowing that that's out in the world. And so you know, if someone who's really shitty to me then turned around and just said, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. I was having a bad day. And I'm really sorry. I will instantly go. Hey, no worries. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. happens. It happens online all the time where someone will say something shitty and then go, you know, I didn't mean that. And I'll go, hey, you know, everyone has a moment. Whatever, it's fine. I don't. It's, it's cool. Yeah, I, I'm very much the same way. Where it's, you know, like you know, Deanna would be sometimes like, it's like, oh, the fucking what an asshole. And I was like, oh, you know, they're probably just having a bad day. Yeah, you know, I'm like real always quick to like, What's and even with like? you and like I was, you know, like stuff like where like I'll get you know ang- angry at you or something like that, and then I'll go, but like. And I like, and then you do that thing of like acceptance. You know, you go, well, that's like, but that's the way Chris does stuff, and it's just clashing with me, and it has nothing to do with his thing being wrong or my thing being wrong. It's just that it's just like, uh, it's just they just clash for some reason. Yeah. Just chemical makeup. It's just like you know, sometimes when you see people that get into a relation with each other, and it's like they're like screaming at each other. You're like, that guy doesn't normally scream at people. She's usually so quiet. And what it's are like, you? It's the chemical about? makeup that sometimes. Well, you know, yeah. imagine, and and any relationship, you know. Romantic relationship or friendship relationship, workship, or work or a workship. But you know, you're essentially the longer that you're in that someone's in your life, you're essentially sort of like digging deeper and deeper and deeper under the layers and under the layers. And then at a certain point, you sort of clash. Yeah. And so what that creates is, I think it's sort of like dynamite opening up the lower layers. Yeah. You know, because that's just we both want something. And we're not agreeing on what that thing is right now. Yeah. But in the process of figuring it out and solving it, we're opening up so many more layers and gaining a better understanding about each other. Yeah. And becoming better friends. Definitely. Not that you should go out of way your, your way to fight with people all the time. Well, yeah. but, it's pretty cool. But yeah. but if you but if you can handle the those things are going to happen. And so when they do, if you if you really can use it as a as a learning experience and a growth experience of it. Then you know it. It does strengthen. It does strengthen your. Well, I believe it was Katy Perry who said, "What doesn't kill you makes you stronger." She's the one that said that. Yeah, she's the one. She wrote that. Did she also write "She's the one"? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Under the assumption of M Night Shyamalan's yeah. pen name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Still got that cough. I do. So uh, why did you go out drinking and smoking Tuesday night? Uh, Brian Quinn was in town. Oh, okay. Well, enough said. I mean, you kind of go out with Q. He's in town. He was doing Conan last night. Please stop smoking. Please stop smoking. I uh, listen. 
You had had a cold. You it's were a, off it. A, you a, had stopped. I was off it, but have I had one since Tuesday night? The answer is no. You haven't? I haven't. Please don't anymore. It's not good for this cough. It's not good for your fucking life. Yeah, that's yeah. what you say. <laughs> don't I deflect s- it with I snarky say, humor. I say it's relaxed. It's a very serious thing. <laughs> As I said before, by the time it's a problem. It is a problem. They can 3D print new lungs. They're not going to 3D print you a lung, uh, Matthew. Yes, they will. I can get whatever I want written on it. <laughs> It's going to be No one's going to be able to see it. Yeah, it's all right. God knows. Who? God. Who? God. Godfrey Jones? No, my doctor, God. Dr. God. Dr. Godfrey Jones. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's your doctor, too? No, I don't fucking go that guy. Oh, uh, Godfrey Jones is a great doctor. Um, well, Dr. Jones, lady. Uh, no time mm-hmm. for love. Uh, <laughs> shut up. He just, it was like a, it was so, like a tick. Like, it was just so, it was like, just well, by rote. Yeah, you come. Short round. Um, it sounds like fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I went out and, and then, and we, we had, we had quite an evening and then I got to work the next morning, probably still drunk. Oh Jesus. Wow. But had a good show. Oh, we, we did have a good show. Well, Yeah. We did have a good show, but I, I but I just I got to write down the words Granny Glover. Mm. You'll know if you saw the what episode. What is? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, but back to the, the the fact that the three of us have to deal with the whole fact that sure there's three of us. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's uh, it's like we were just kind of grumbling, and uh, who was it? Like Kumail was like, "You guys are like Metallica." <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying how we should do some kind of monster, and then hand someone a million dollar contract to be the next Jonah. But I don't think yeah. any of us. <sighs> you're gonna Jason Newstead it. I'm telling you, you're the Lars Ulrich. You'd be the Lars. Oh, great! I love art. <laughs> because you, I feel like it, I feel like you would be the you'd be the one that would hold the grudge the longest. Of course I would. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like I, I mean, have grudges that have gone for seven and a half years. It's not worth that it. People man. don't have any idea. It's not worth I'm it. I'm trying to be Kirk Hammett. That's what I want. That guy just seems so mellow. Wasn't he the cool? He was just, Hadfield was awesome too. Yeah, Hadfield like, was really cool. Cool guys. But like, like, what's that? Who had that story? Was it you that had that story? Well, it was Tony Thaxton. Tony Thaxton story. has a story about like Kirk Hammett. Where he's like, it's at a festival and he gets up with his guitar and he sits on the back of a golf cart. Yeah. And then the guy like goes forward real fast and he almost like falls off. And then he says, <laughs> He just uh, goes, uh, Hey man, cool it. I almost fell off. Yes, <laughs> like, like, I'm in Metallica. Yeah, exactly. But then you think about what if that happened to Lars? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and again, even the fact that you can tell that story. And you know what that guy is like. It's yeah, yeah. A testament to the fact that, you know, this thing that we do together is amazing. It's like it's so insane that we get to. And I, I know that you, I know that you love it because you both text me and go, I can't believe we just got to hang out and like talk to that person, and yeah. Yeah, this is unbelievable. And you know, but it is the, you know, it's the sum total of our efforts. That yield those. Those are the seeds that we planted that yield the, this type of fruit. But you don't feel yeah. a little resentment that we're not there all the time. I feel like you probably. I don't feel do. resentment because because I feel like I, I know that's just the deal. Yeah. You have a job and you have stuff you're doing, and yeah. and I know that um, we used to we used to build it around our schedules back when we only did one a week. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you know, if we if we drop back down to to you know just one one a week, yeah, then it but. I sort of feel like what I kind of what I kind of came to accept was 
this is just this is just how it works. And you guys, well, I don't like I don't like that it works like that. But you can you can I know that I well theoretically I could go and show up at all of them no yeah. problem whatsoever. But I also have a fucking job where I'm writing for your show. Yeah, which is like. I always feel like, oh, I want to go do this thing, but I can't. Yeah, but go that's do a this luxury thing. problem. You can't go to one job because you have another sweet job. Yeah, it's a luxury problem, but this, this, I feel like I feel a responsibility to this show, as well as I feel a responsibility to that writer's room and being just, there for those. Just, I, I think, I think the hostfuls are the are the the ones to really prioritize because, well, yeah, you can't do them without. All the <laughs> I know, but what I feel like what these things have become is just this really special bubble to me. Um, when when I first started them, I just I just thought you thought no one would ever want to hear the three of us. I thought thought. no one would ever want to hear them because I I was placing so much value on the celebrity guest. Well, you know what's funny is originally it was just going to be the three of us, and then you're like, well, let's just have a guest on the guest that either like even Tom Lennon. I remember like we had no intention of having him on. You're like it's like it would just be like the three of us talking about stuff. I was like, you know, let's have like a let's have like Tom Lennon on like a guest, and then it just kind of became. Oh, then it became the thing. Yeah, and I think you know. What I'm sort of noticing is that these are the episodes where that people respond to the most because, you know, like when, like when you, when we have a guest on, we don't know them that well, and you know, you sort of talk and you can kind of you can you find a nice groove because yeah. we have enough runway to find the groove. I'll but, accidentally insult them. It's great, but <laughs> but you know, there isn't years of friendship that you can draw from to really yeah. get to you know. Uh, to really peel back a lot. So, you know, when people, if people subscribe to the podcast and they see someone that they, oh, I don't know who that person is or I don't like that guest or whatever, then they might not listen. But, the, but what I realize is the one thing that binds all of, the subscri- all of the subscribers of the podcast together is the three of us because we're the podcast. Yeah. And so, you know, I just feel like it's, it's really important. I, I would love to continue the same thing we were doing before show up to the ones you can show up to if you want if you want yeah but mm-hmm. let's just really try to make time you know one hour a week if we can yeah. to do to do these and you know if you have to go away for a few months we can bank a few or no like you said before once like you know like I could Skype in and it would be a kind of yeah. a fun thing you know? but you know one, th- one of the things that Jonah pointed out too when we first started talking about when we first started having the conversation like a year ago when you're like, it's, gonna, it's getting tough for me. Yeah. Well, it's something we've always sort of known in the back of our heads. It's got to happen. But Jonas, but Jonas said to me, he made an excellent point, which is like, he said, look, you'll have guests on and I don't know half of these people and you have a lot to say and I don't have as much to say so I feel like I'm just kind of there not really contributing anything. And if I'm not sure. going to be contributing anything, then I, you know, like I think my time is probably better spent pursuing the things that I care about and I said well that's a really tough point to argue you know yeah. make, that makes a lot of sense yeah because there, yeah, there's there's times sometimes where I'm like oh I'll go because I you know I'm able to and I want to is there any part of you that finds the the, the having to deal with us as a as a as a other people that have to be involved with this thing is there any part of you that goes that'd be a lot easier without those two um, no not at all I, I think they're I think it's just different flavors I, I think you know like I love that you were at Broken Bells today you know like that was it, it's there are more sometimes they're one on one and that's just the flavor of that podcast. I don't ever feel like oh, I'm just really glad Matt and Jonah aren't here. I never think that. Yeah. I always want you guys there. But I know that sometimes it's not possible, so I just do it solo and that's just a you know, I just I have to, I have the equation in my head of all right, well, 
you know, Christina Ricci's going to do the podcast. She can only do it on this day at this time. Well, Matt and Son Jonah can't bitch. go. Yeah. So, what, so mad about so, that. So what's the alternative? I don't have her on the podcast? Yeah. Well, I want her on the podcast. So, yeah, yeah. you know. So start that's a why new, that's, start a new podcast. If we didn't have the hostfuls, like Conan's interview. If we didn't have the hostfuls, it would be really I would I would have a problem with it. Yeah, because then I at least feel like, you know, you guys are the you know you're all the stuff that holds it all together. So um, that's why you know like some are a little more interviewee and some are a little more you know more like that. Did you notice that people? Oh, at least I haven't seen it as much as I used to. When we do live shows, people don't ask who the guest is anymore. Oh yeah, that's weird. No one's asked that for San Francisco. That's right, because they don't fucking care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are going to be guests for San Francisco. It's, it's their surprise, <laughs> even to us. I, I, I think I know who it is. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I I always want you. I always want you at the podcast because truthfully, it's it's a little. It can be a little nerve wracking for me. Sure. As five hundred times, I've done this so many times. Yeah. Um, but there's still a thing in my head where I go, what if I run out of things to talk about? I don't have my friends with me to offer their insights. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You know, like if you hadn't been at Broken Bells today, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just you have you're. I know you're a fan of theirs, and you have you have so much music knowledge that I don't have. Yeah. That I, you know, I worry about being or like with you and and making sure it was important that you were there with Buzz Aldrin or Mike Massimino yeah. or. You know, guys, not only... And it's also really fun for me. It's no fun to do things alone. I love collaborating. I love getting in a room with people. I love kicking jokes around. It's not, I don't like doing stuff alone. I would way prefer to have other people there. Because it's also exciting for me to see how excited you guys get over some of the people that we have on. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I travel, and I know when you, you feel the same way when you travel, and like Chloe's not with me or Dee's not with you, and, and you go, uh, oh, man... Fuck! I wish because oh, yeah, yeah. you're not sharing it. Like yeah. in the end, we should all be sharing this shit together, and so that makes it more fun for me. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I love getting those texts where you guys are can't believe that we got to you know meet someone or yeah. Yeah. talk to someone or like this is a, technically a job. Yeah, no, no I mean Joan and I, the fucking like I was thinking that Metallica one when fucking Hetfield said yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then we just Casual looked at each yeah, yeah. other. We're just like, oh my god, <laughs> why does he say that in life? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's uh, you know, it is, it's a blast. And even you know, with this, this, the, all the hostels we've done since New Year's have been real deep. Like, well, no, I don't but know. I'm really digging them. Like, it's like deep is. I mean, everything should be deep. Oh, everything yeah, should be deep. No, but like, the, I, we've like told great stories. I didn't know any of those stories, but either of you, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. I was, I, I, I've relaxed a lot about stuff. I had this really, I guess, I guess I sort of had this idea where it was like, you know, no, people want jokes. They want kind of, and then I realized that it's sort of like being in a relationship, and at a certain point. You just want to talk to that person as a person. You're like, yeah, no, no, I get it. You're funny. You're you can juggle. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who are you? Like, <laughs> what? Who are you? You know. For and the I record, feel like, everybody, Chris can juggle. And I feel like that's that's really important. And also, just so you guys know, all the podcasts since the the end of the year last one, I've been kind of going, who am I? Like, who? Like, discovering more things about myself. And oh, also, I don't like it. Being more comfortable and just not caring as much what people think, which is a lovely yeah, feeling. Thing. It's great. It's a lovely feeling. Now, yeah. most of the time, I'm still going to be super upbeat in my life because that's just those are the seeds that I want to sow because that you know has an effect. Uh, you know, 
Other times I get cranky, um, like in the writer's meeting yesterday. Shit. But, it, but it's never, uh, but my crankiness is never like, shut the fuck up. It's just like, all right. Uh, no, it's sometimes like a little shut the fuck up. I, I, don't, say, I don't say shut I the fuck I, up. I didn't say anything. The whole meeting. I didn't say anything the whole meeting. That's not true. Oh, it is true. Matthew, that's it is, not true. This, like a real this happened this 12 minutes. This happened 12 minutes into the writer's meeting. <laughs> and all I said was, yeah, that would work, but we still need a cold open. Just saying it to the room. Just saying it to the room to get everybody thinking about a cold open. And then this motherfucker. My finger is in wagging position. <laughs> it is. Tell them what you said. You don't even remember, do you? I think I said something like, Matt, please, give it a rest. Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> so exactly just so, just so you guys know, it was the third or fourth thing Matt, Matt had said. Bullshit. Matt, Matt has this way of sniping comments out. It's true. And I'm a very good sniper, yes. You, you sniped well, three or four comments out that were sort of like... One of them was like, oh, thanks for showing up. It was just stuff like that. Oh, thanks for showing up. Bullshit. I didn't say that it, to it you. Wasn't, it wasn't that. It was something like that. It was something chidey. You said like three or four chidey things that were... Oh, I was ribbing you a bit. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> right. I do remember now. So I do remember now. In a, a small s- way, I was really rooting for the underdog in this situation. <laughs> At a certain point... I do remember now. But had I said something ribbingly... And you had said that, it would not have registered in my brain. The fact that I just said something totally script related and you snapped like that, that I was like, we were solving, well, what the we fuck were is trying to solve another problem. Mm-hmm. And so you were dismissive of the thing we were doing, like, that's great, but we still have to have a cold open. It's like, yeah, I know, we will get there. Sometimes. You know, sometimes running a room means that you have to be a little bit of a, a kind of a dickhead teacher where you're like, guys, we have to yeah. focus. Because if people start, you know, doing that thing that comedians do, it's like, you'll make a comment. Someone else will make a comment. Someone else will add something on that. And then we've just wasted 10 minutes. And yeah. so sometimes it sucks to have to be the person to drive the room. And if you don't kind of get a little authoritative sometimes, like if I'm soft about that and I'm like, <laughs> hey, can we please? Then everyone's gonna. So there just has to be a little bit of like, hey, we gotta focus. Yeah. And I and I and think- I said, we still need a cold open. End of the sentence. Wasn't gonna say another word. Then fucko over here. How did you say it though? Like he said before though. How did like you say it? You didn't just go, guys. We really need a cold open. It was like it was like. Great. We still need a cold open. <laughs> but also, like you said, because that's before, the first thing in the script. We should get that fucking. No, out I know, of the way. I know, Matt. But the tonality of how you said it was kind of a little disrespectful. But just like before, what Chris was saying, it you know, it wasn't this thing as much as it was those other things you said. It was just the last one. It was the last slot got filled up, and then there was the reaction. <laughs> That's exactly I remember what. when Marilyn Manson came on The Talking Dead. <laughs> and at a certain point, it was just like, if I don't shut this down, it's, not, it's going to get worse. Yeah. And so I just felt like I had to be like, hey, I, yes, I know we have to get a cold open, but we have to solve this other problem first. So Matt, give it a rest. <laughs> it's not, listen, you, uh, you remember it one way. Matt, I love you, but you're portraying your side of like, all I said was we need to do the, and you didn't say it that way. It was in the very snarky kind of like, Meh. like there's there's a little bit of a there are a little bit of teeth with the way that you comment on things sometimes. It's not just as same with you. It's same with me. You shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, no, but like we were saying earlier, it's like so, yeah, you have that because it's just so there was teeth. Yes, on but I have to, coming out of your mouth fast. But I have to run the room of a, a yeah. room full of twenty people. 
So it, it was just like, let's solve this first. Just give that a rest. Those were the quickest words I could get out to, to squash that so that we could solve the problem because we had two scripts to get through. Mm, that's so right. that's, all, that's all that was. That's all that was. I didn't know you were in a shitty mood. I thought the ribbing was, uh, you know, appropriate for our normal ribberies. Well, it, yeah. We had a conversation yeah. about that recently. What? Like where I like, like I made a joke. Oh, yeah. And then like uh, you like, it was like a joke. Same, like same joke we made from like, like a week before, but you like, you reacted poorly and I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Oh, no, no. And then, and then you, then you talked about, you're like, I just walked in. I just had a stressful day. And I was like, yeah, I was yeah. just, I was just stressed out from the day and yeah. you, you know, you out, out of nowhere, there was, there was kind of like the, uh. Oh yeah, like you're Chloe's dad's age or something. I was like, please not right oh, now. Oh, I know not to do that. And yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like, but then, I, but I, I was like so shittily trying to play my case. I was like, but it's just like a joke we all made before. And I said to you, you know what? That's fine. But there are sometimes, and I think you even said that D had the same sort of thing. It's like, yeah. just give me a second to get out of the other thing that I just came from before, because it yeah, just yeah. feels like a cold slap. Like, yeah, no, oh, just, now we're like, in play mode. Because my first thing is always just making a shitty joke. Like yeah. that's like like the you know mine is too, yeah. Coming Dr. Jones, so shitty at jokes. No, no, you're good at jokes. Sometimes there's a <laughs> timing that just is like, oh, but we're focusing on this other thing, and that's not helping us get to where we need to get to, which is to just finish the script or get this thing done. So, you know, I I, I wasn't trying to bum you out. I was just I felt. Well, I was just just illustrating an instance where I felt a little like, whoa, what did I do? No, I know, Matt, but you know that there are things that come out of the side of your mouth that are snipey. <laughs> where that are like... Yeah, but you're not supposed to totally hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've created a... I did you think that was better? <laughs> I'm kidding. I know, I'm I know kidding. I've created I'm totally I know kidding. I've created... I know I've I'm opened totally a new grudge kidding. case. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> grudge case. No, I don't, I don't hold a grudge against you. Well, that's good. There's a lot of people I hold grudges against, though. I know. Some people who have podcasts on our network that I hold grudges but against. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, you know, it, at the end of the day, I think it's just important to know and at least agree that we all have the same goal, which is we're make gonna Chris s- as famous as possible so we can <laughs> grab those coattails! Is <laughs> <laughs> to... Did you ever see like once Will Wheaton on Twitter says, "I want uh, a picture, a drawing of Chris with uh, a, the long Tom Baker uh, Doctor Doctor Who scarf, yeah, uh, but with Jonah writing it." Oh, and who I, said that? It, it was Will Wheaton. Oh, like uh, I retweeted it saying, "I told you guys they weren't coattails." <laughs> <laughs> you don't really feel that way, do you? No, not at all. Oh, good. No, no, no. You don't feel that way, do you? What? I gotta... No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh... Coattails is just, you know, it's just, no, you give opportunities. Yeah. I like mean, we if were we, both comics. If we were like, shitty at whatever our, you know, like good. if I was yeah. shitty at. Well, know, I tried to tell people, they're like, they're like, oh, really? Right. So I, was, I was like, you know, it's not like, I mean, I was, me and Chris were just doing it at the same time. And then, because, like, like, when that's what happens in scenes where, like, you know, like a, your friend in comedy starts, you know, going up and then he helps out the guys. It's you know? just, it's just putting more eyes on so that people can see that you, because let's be honest. You guys are funnier than I am on this fucking podcast. No, well, we, we just, just say, we we just say that because be. you have to ride, you have yeah. to drive the ship. That's no, you I, drive I the appreciate ship. that you're saying that. We're there to joke snipe. I, I appreciate yeah. that. And sometimes that. he gets mad about it. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. but <laughs> it's appropriate here, not when we're trying to finish a script. <laughs> um, but uh, 
but yeah, but but and I, you know what? I'm totally fine with that. I am so fine with that. But I just hope, you know, I hope that we will continue to be able to do these until it's just physically not possible anymore. Well, is, with technology, guys, I think with holograms, I have some bad news. <laughs> what? Chris is quitting. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Hey, the Matt Jones show. <laughs> I thought it would be better if Matt told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Was oh. it that, that Ben Folds song? Like uh, the band broke up in May and then yeah. June reformed without me. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, I think we gotta wrap it up. You have to get to meltdown, Katie, right? You don't have to. You just um, leave it. You're good. We'll keep talking. But ultimately, uh, I adore you guys, and I love you to pieces, and you're like family to me. And you know, I, I just, you know, I'm glad that we can. I'm glad that we could just talk it out, and at least. And I know maybe it's shitty to do it on the podcast and not do it off, but the, one of the reasons that I want to do it on the podcast is because I want people to, I want people to learn from it that. You can have a thing with someone, and you can just fucking talk about it, and it can yeah. be okay. So, I, like you know, that's what I always say about friends: is that you know, you know with Joey was the funniest. Like, unsigned. no, like but with like like uh, with uh, like with friendship and friends, it's a uh, Matt, give it a rest. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, like they, they they mean a little bit more than family because it's uh, you'll you know you you choose to keep on hanging out after you've had it out with each other. Yeah, with family, you're just kind of stuck through blood. But like, the, like with friendship, it's like you can call someone a piece of shit and then you just go and get, you know, uh, lunch with them the next day. Yeah. That's the way it is. They come back. Well, and, and I, I will well, make... What if they don't come back, Jonah? And it's never meant to be. Hmm. Interesting. I will make more of an effort to hang out as friends and not in work situations. It's like, right. hey, let's just go grab some dinner. Or let's, let's go get some coffee. Or you know what I mean? I love it. It was amazing. It yeah. was amazing. It was like, yeah. I don't think we hung out not on the road in... I don't even know. I'll tell you all the ideas that I've been working on. You should. Don't. He'll steal them. (laughs) (laughs) I've never stolen anything. Uh Uh-huh. I seem to remember At Midnight was hosted by Tom Lennon. Okay. (laughs) I I ripped the show away from Tom Lennon's uh, greedy mitts because they were too busy typing every script in Hollywood ever. We wrote a thing. I don't know if we're going to use it, but I wrote a thing today for a walk-on for Tom and Ben. On Monday, we're doing a state reunion. Oh, so fuck, we're, really? We're gonna Mike Black, Carrie. Mike Showalter, and Carrie Kenny Silver. And I had David I wrote Wayne's a, in town too. What? I think David Wayne's in town. Oh, David? Oh, we should get Wayne on too. Okay, uh, but here's the thing I wrote for Ben and, and Tom. I have them coming in in, in gold tuxedos. Oh, funny. With uh, just money falling out everywhere, and then they get confused, like what's going on with the show, and then they turn and they see Mike, Mike, and 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 Carrie, and they assume that it, the state is still on. Oh, that's funny. And that it's a shitty game show sketch. <laughs> <laughs> and they leave to go get their 15 years of checks. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's uh, really funny. And Grant going to be a Tom guest on it. the live Jonah radio at San Francisco Sketch Fest February 8th. Nice. nice. With uh, house band The Manx. Nice. Yeah. That's and February 8th. Uh, that's last Saturday. weekend video, The Syndicate. Where are you doing? Where's your? Where's the show? Last weekend video, The Syndicate. Oh, that's a place. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. in the Mission. It's, uh, it's like a really awesome video store, but downstairs they have a performance space. That's right. So Ben Garant, I'm going to ask him about the fact that he is the first person I ever saw on TV wearing a Cramps shirt. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, what other shows are you doing at Sketchfest? Uh, I'm doing uh, our show, and then the next day I'm doing uh, at 10 p.m. at the Eureka Theater. Tom Lennon and Matt Meyer present One Star. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is a show we did once at the uh, UCB Theater about three years ago. And uh, we decided to try it one more time. It's essentially uh, 
dramatic readings of uh, of one star reviews from Yelp, done as though uh, it is Ken Burns' Civil War documentary. Oh, I better steal that for at midnight. <laughs> Yelp, that's right up our alley. <laughs> it is right up our alley. Fucking right up our alley. Um, I'm do yeah. We're doing the podcast Friday night, and then Saturday. Day we're doing a live reading of a Sanjay and Craig episode. That's right, and uh, Will or Chris is going up too, right? I think one of them. It, yeah, I think they're both. Are they both co- going up? I don't know. If, I don't know if they're both going up. I know one of them's going up. No, Jim and Jay are going. I don't, I don't actually. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure who's going. But yeah. Malik Pancholi will be there, and uh, I don't know who else is going to be up. I'm not even sure which episode we're doing, but but Sanjay and Craig is super. It's super fun show, and yeah, uh, and so we're going to do a live reading of that, and then I'm hosting the um, screening of Revenge of the Nerds with the cast. That's right. Um, and then I'm uh, that night. The reason I can't do one star is because I'm doing Bring the Rock. That's all right. Bring so, the Rock's good. And you can't do one star because you're doing. No, no, you just didn't ask me. That's what oh, I'm great. Doing. You're on the show. You're on the show. <laughs> one star. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything else. Great. We'll see you at 10. <laughs> okay. Just added to one star. <laughs> Comedian Jonah Ray. Yeah. Great. Cool. It's gonna be. Uh, it should be a good, good, good little weekend. He might cancel on you. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. We've learned God, literally nothing from this hour. What? Yeah. God, this good, good guy. shot though. Good, good, <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now who's feel like sniping? a big man. Now who's <laughs> Kicked a guy when he was vulnerable. Now you're just gonna drink it up and miss the <laughs> cab lap. over to the Union yeah, Theater. Let me lap <laughs> up your soul juices. Yeah. Uh, guys, we have a lot of fun here. And <laughs> <laughs> Jonah hates when I say that. So uh, As, uh, actually, it worked out nicely because yeah. it was the end. And continue to enjoy your brutal. I guess. I mean, for as long as we're still doing the show, we're gonna do the show as long as <laughs> we're still doing it. We can. All right. The end. But if you'd like to replace Jonah, send a headshot. <laughs> why, why a headshot? <laughs> why it's a fucking go- audio podcast. That's exactly what makes it ridiculous. Okay, all I'm right. I'm a joke sniper. All right, all right. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, you. It's Jason Bateman. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is... Jay, Jay, well, Jay, Jay, why are, you, yeah. why are you whispering? Well, it, there's, there's a psst in the, in, the, in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like... They are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span... Our mystery... We'll cut this out too. Our Mystery guests. All right, here we, we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life. And if you're yeah, a Wondery fan, then you're going to stone. Yeah. Just you come and listen Tyson. to it. Yeah. We're on Wondery right now, and you can listen uh, to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Bye. Bye.